Welcome to Buy Its Cover, One Marriage's Journey Through Movie Night, using only the covers of films we find on streaming services. We know nothing about these movies. We look at the covers and we go, gosh, gee willikers, what will this movie be about? I'm one of your hosts, Kevin. And I'm your other host, Bree. Yeah, zip, zap, zopping our way through the intro. That's how we do. I, I like how you switched it up. Uh, it's been episode number I don't know, like and I think we got seventy-seven, seventy-seven, I think. Yeah, you know, and that's what they say at the seventy-seventh anniversary. That's when you change it all up. Oh, okay. Some people like the seventy-fifth. Some people like the hundredth. I say seventy-seven, close enough. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. Sup, you? Um. Should I bring up the cover? Or do you have anything else you want to zip zap zap in? I don't know. We're changing the whole podcast. Actually, I don't even want to do a movie podcast anymore. Let's do one um, just about turtles. We'll talk turtles. I mean, I like turtles well enough, but I'm not sure that I would enjoy. Uh, they can be a lot of things. They can be ninjas. They can be teenagers. They can have elite and social got it. club elite social clubs that I'm not turtly enough for. That is true. You would never be turtly enough for the turtle club. No. Nope. Though if you were to have a martial arts style, I do believe turtle would be your like fighting animal. That's very accurate. <laughs> I just follow I follow my back. on your back and just hope. Just hope <laughs> they find you pitiful enough to run away. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's been my goal is to be like uh every predator movie where they're like, oh, this thing isn't worth killing. That's just my goal. It's like I get attacked. It's just make myself look so much like the victim that they're just like, there's no sport in this. <laughs> I always just assume like I would just smear blood on myself and just pretend dead. So you'd possum. I'd possum. Yeah. I mean, possums get bad rap. And so uh, I'm glad you're bringing some possum pride to this. I mean, I am pretty nocturnal by nature. So I've got. No, just because you sleep until it's night again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not really a, like, a, like that's when I'm the most active. You're about the same level of active the whole time. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, okay. So now that we've tangented, ten been tangential hey if we never get on track then we can never get off track i guess that's true that's that's the zen of podcasting baby <laughs> oh man okay i'm gonna share the screen okay we're watching 2021's the cursed, the cursed. or is it cursed Ooh, good question is it old-timey english you think i don't know the, the font makes me think mayhaps Mayhaps we are watching something of the oldie times. Uh, so the cursed, and it's actually one of the more simple covers we've looked at, but also mm -hmm. one of the ones that I'm like, ooh, I'm intrigued. Okay, so are you going to explain it, or do you want me no, to? You can explain it. I okay. introed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Clearly, we plan these things out. <laughs> we have script. To <laughs> Wow, that's pretty bad, but I couldn't even remember the word script. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so the cover is predominantly white. Uh, and on the top and the bottom, I would say, I would say it probably goes one third silver teeth, then 
a bunch of stuff in the center, which we'll get to, and then bottom third, silver teeth. And they're clearly monster teeth. Girl, they fangs. You can say they fangs. Okay, yeah, they're fangs. Um, yeah, those aren't monster teeth. Those are wolf teeth. Are they wolf or are they vampire? I'm going wolf. Okay, I I would agree with that. Um, because I think the what you said, the material they're made out of. Oh, I think that gives me a clue as to what kind of monster we're dealing with. Okay, yeah, they they are definitely silver so that would make sense uh they also have what looks to be potentially sigils or runes um some sort of um i imagine curse work Ooh, yeah Mm -hmm. i was like how'd you get that there's gonna be a curse in this movie and i was like oh what's the title (laughs) um Really, this hasn't been our best detective work on by its cover. Um, What's this wee shit? Like, what if we don't judge this movie based on anything we see and Kevin just gets surprised by everything? <laughs> All right. So there is a quote at the top of this. Well, the middle top of this uh, movie poster. And it says one of the best horror films of the year. And it's the screen scene, which I've n- never heard of. I've never heard of them. I also, that's such a like non quote. Like that always reminds me of the quote your mom might have given you if she's like, well, you tried. You were one of the best 10 kids on the field. And you're like, mom, there's only 10 kids on the field. And she's like, you were one of them. (laughs) You were one of them from the mandatory two minutes you got to play. You were one of them. (laughs) So then it's got the title in red. Uh, But it's like a deep blood red, a crimson, as it were. Uh, The the cursed. And then the T looks like a you oldie timey cross uh, that's got the little flares. Yeah. If you have played Diablo 2, you've seen this font. Um, If not, it looks like a flared font. Uh, and then the E in Cursed also has um, a longer slash center line. Yeah, this is like if you were making an Exorcist movie and you needed to pick a font, you would use yes, this font. Yes, that's exactly right. Um, and then it says only in theaters February 18th. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know this was, came out in 2021, so this was a COVID movie. Yes. Uh so, Kevin, is there anything that I missed on the cover? Uh, one of the fangs, I can't tell if that's like it's molten silver or that's supposed to be like drool. I don't know, but it's definitely dripping. Yeah. Whatever it is. So my question is the cursed. Do we think it's going to be somebody is cursed to be a werewolf or do you think that person just thinks they're cursed? Oh, like, is it a psychological thing versus yeah. an actual werewolf? Well, you know how I feel about that. I want it to be a real werewolf. <laughs> don't don't show me supernatural and then give me pennies in a bucket. But what if it's uh, the Wolf of Snow Hollow again? <gasps> that was good. That yeah. Was- that was a good flippy floppy. So it could do that. Like, I guess it, it depends how you play it. Like, if it, it if it escalates the tension, I, I could go with psychological horror. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with those silver fangs. Um, 
I'm going to bet it's somebody trying to control a werewolf. Like, oh. use it uh, use it as a weapon. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to give, like, a plot prediction? I, 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 my prediction is this is going to be some kind of period piece mm-hmm. based on the, the carvings on the fangs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if those... They didn't look quite like Viking runes, but they looked like something, like old Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna bet period piece werewolf movie and like the person cast them to like either either try to contain the curse on someone or control the curse on someone like if you put the those fangs on a a person that was inflicted with werewolfism they weren't a werewolf lycanthropy there was an actual word lycanthropy werewolfism sounds better (laughs) actually it sounds like racism towards werewolves you're like we don't serve your kind here unless it's the full moon then you can go wherever you want Uh, (laughs) then we don't have the energy to stop you (laughs) yeah uh but like um yeah that could be oh that could be cool like the guys like maybe it's a dude that got bit and he's trying to control it so he makes these silver fangs and like He's fighting against his urges to to, to let the beast out, and uh, because like that silver fangs, they gotta cause you pain, right? Because your vampire or werewolves don't do good with the silver. Correct. So what do you? What's your prediction? So I think this is gonna be set in like the Salem witch trials time. Okay. I think it's gonna be in like puritanical New England area. Sorry, I'm just laughing because I'm like. That would be hilarious if they're like, it's these goddamn witches killing all of our people. And they're the werewolves like, goddamn. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Nobody ever expects the wolf. And the witches are like, shit, man. Why is it always us? You guys got why fucking do, bite marks. Why do we have to? Bite marks. You think I bit him? <laughs> why do I have I to have die two. for your sins? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think it's going to be, and I know that that's really similar to the the werewolf movie that Amanda Seyfried was in, little uh, Ginger but, Snap. No, Ginger Snap was. Um, oh, uh, that Red Riding Hood one or yes, whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I fell asleep during it. I don't remember it at all. <laughs> but I think that the cursed person, the werewolf, is going to be a dude, and I think that he's going to struggle and he's going to be trying to hide his his like and nature from everybody so they don't try and kill him but ultimately uh, somebody figures out that he is a werewolf and they craft these teeth in order to uh, control him and so they use him as a murder weapon to kill their um, uh, the wife of the husband that they're sleeping with the wife of the husband they're sleeping with they're, yeah. they're banging the husband because they're a, so mistress. It's a woman trying to control the werewolf yeah why not okay i was just like this you made it like a puritanical gay porn werewolf <laughs> I, mean- plot. I was like <laughs> i'm on board i'm intrigued i'm invested also it feels very convoluted <laughs> you, you're like, you know what the Scarlet Letter needed? More dudes banging. Uh, <laughs> more dudes banging and some werewolves. All right. I feel like there would have been a lot less awful things in history if everybody would have just been okay with banging each other. Yeah. Honestly, how much of history could have been solved if we had just had, uh, instead of wars, 
orgies. <laughs> How about and you're just like, hey, whoever comes first loses the land. <laughs> um, How- how about we never have love triangles again unless they're like in love triangles? <laughs> oh, those are called love daisy chains. Um, I, I figure a chain has to be more than three people, right? I, hey, listeners, uh, which include both of our parents, <laughs> comment on our social media. How many people makes a daisy chain? Um, <laughs> how many people makes a sexy human centipede? All right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why do you? Uh, why my must question. You <laughs> so I'm actually. That. I don't think this movie is going to be it. But oh, can you? Here's my here's my movie pitch. Okay. I want a movie now where a thief breaks into a house, and there's like some silver dentures in like a jar okay. next to this like sleeping person, and they're like, "I'm gonna steal these fucking dentures," and then like. It's a full moon the next night and it's a werewolf coming to get him. And it's just like that person's silver fangs. They're like, I'm going to get my fucking fangs back because I'm a werewolf. It was the only thing keeping the change away. <laughs> or they get trapped in the house with that. Like that person, they like see them have silver teeth and they like pop them out of their mouth. And then that person becomes a werewolf and they're like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, this movie that was one of those thoughts that I had I was like that'd be a really cool movie and I was like no that'd be a stupid goddamn movie just them trying to pop teeth in and out of somebody's <laughs> mouth is the plot point like, like the product placement is all pepsodent why did I want that to be a movie for a second <laughs> you didn't even stop me you did nothing to prevent this from happening and now it's recorded forever <laughs> honestly I stopped listening about halfway through because I was focusing on what I was going to say next and then you cut me off <laughs> Uh, that's what makes these podcasts great. Uh, our shared inability to let each other finish things. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be good in the orgy war. Or would we be the best? Because we're just like, Haha, I'm just edging forever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make me come. I've already come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. OK, so I'm what so I was... sorry to all of our listener My... that's in our families. <laughs> I don't apologize. Um, okay, so I, this movie, when you shake, because you were the one that chose this cover. Also, can we point out canonically, you just named it The Orgy Wars? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that in a t shirt. Plural. <laughs> You're like, yeah, we had a lot of these. We didn't learn our lesson the first time, or did we? <laughs> what if, well, I mean, if you, if you end up with an orgasm, wouldn't you just keep warring? I mean, well, women would be better at it than men. Yeah. <laughs> We'd win multiple times. Yeah. Every guy's like, I don't want to war anymore. And every woman's like, fucking do it. <laughs> well, then we got we got this shit. Can you imagine the Manhattan Project, but it's just like Robert Oppenheimer just working on giant dongs. <laughs> He's like, we think we have the way to solve all wars. I have become Hitachi. Destroyer of clitorises. <laughs> All I could think of is uh, in Watchmen, the Doctor Manhattan with his big blue dong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so what I've been trying to say for the last five minutes is, when you gave me this cover, when you sent it to me, I was thinking it was. There's another movie called Cursed 
that is a werewolf movie and it stars um, Joshua Jackson and Christina Ricci. And it's hilarious. It's an amazing movie. Uh, So regardless of how good this one turns out, uh, go watch that movie. It's from like the early 2000s. Totally awesome. I love rewatching that movie. It's a surprising horror comedy. Yes. Like nobody, nobody ever puts it in the list, but because I just remember there's that scene where the werewolf flips him off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's freaking delightful. Is, I think now Jesse. I want to go watch that. I think Jesse Eisenberg's in it. Too. I think Jesse Eisenberg is in it too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now here's my thought. Here's my question. Okay. Yes. And uh, Shay, if you're listening, are werewolves are most covered? supernatural creature on by its oh my, cover they have i think to they be, have right? to be because we've had uh blood moon uh high high, high moon. moon there we high go moon. <laughs> wolf cop blood one would have been a great movie wolf both wolf cops yep so that's three you've got snow hollow yeah four, four. werewolves within uh five um we had to have had more Oh, but I still, turned up. like five is pretty good. I yeah. mean, I think we have a werewolf problem, which is really weird because growing up, I was all about the vampires, werewolves and hatchets. We get mm-hmm. real. We have a type. We do have a type werewolves, hatchets and Henry Cavill. We haven't actually watched. We've only watched one Henry Cavill movie. I know because we've already seen all well, the other ones. It's probably not good that I've got that just ready to go <laughs> off the top of my head. I just like how many we've seen of of the hen calves. <laughs> Once again, we can't keep we can't watch a movie with him because we've already seen it. <laughs> well, that and I also be like, hey, Brie, I'm just I need to go to the bathroom. I think we're gonna have to watch this separately. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just gonna. I need to pause this to study the angles. <laughs> Of the <laughs> of love, angles of love. Yeah. Anyways, uh, back to my I movie like, about dentures. Uh, I like. I like how your voice dropped like a whole octave when we were I'm, talking about. I'm hoping it, the uh, Google search engine picks up that I said Henry Cavill like nine times, and then he hears me say Henry Cavill, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, damn!" Did you? I would did, shotgun arm that man. Have you have you noticed that um, in our close friends group on Instagram, it's you, me and Henry Cavill. (laughs) I did that (laughs) because I thought it was funny. (laughs) I did not ever notice that. Um, If you if you are listening to this and don't follow us on Instagram, please pop on over there. We're by its cover pod. And I've been doing a really good job of clipping up some reels and uh we're pretty funny we are we're delightful um and sometimes we suggest uh solving world conflicts with the orgy yeah (laughs) Um, this weird episode weird episode we're doing a weird episode this is a this this cover doesn't give us a ton to work with like (laughs) i visually love this cover i'm not gonna lie i'm like i'm intrigued but it gives me nothing to speculate about no or actually it gives me too much to speculate about and then it's it's a it's like when your teacher gave you one of those essay prompts that were like write anything and you're like 
I have nothing. I don't. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some more parameters yeah, than like, that. <laughs> give me, give me a guideline. <laughs> Singular. And least. then you were like, the point was to get you just to think and like choose and make creative decisions. And you were like, no, nah, I don't want to mm. think on my own. No. So thank you, movie, for not guiding me with anything. To to me, I always thought that those could be really. Um, a hit or miss kind of assignment. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you could go off the deep end on that. <laughs> yeah. As a teacher, they were always a risk. But, uh, okay. Would you, though, how cool would this movie be, though? What if it was a Viking movie and the Vikings were like hunting a werewolf? Gavin, you just have a thing for Vikings right now. <laughs> it's in the cultural zeitgeist, Brie. Now is the Vikings' time. So vampires 2010s were zombies. Now it's Vikings. Yeah, I skipped over the zombie stuff. Zombies can't be sexy. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to be like, I don't know, Brie, have you ever seen a desiccated corpse? I'd fuck it. (laughs) I'm waiting for sexy mummies, honestly. No. I bet you get some weird shit with those bandages. I gotta tell you, though, I mean, I think the sexiest the mummy has been made. You did. It wasn't the mummy for you, though. It was Rachel Weiss. Okay. You don't have to. And, and Brendan Fraser and Oded Fair. Wow. There was. I just. I'm like, oh, I now know what your thick history for the mummy was. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Actually, never read Mummy Thick. Uh, they call it mummy. Um, mm, I don't like how that sounded. The mummy, thick, m u m m y. There we go. Mum thick though, very hot mm. in Canada. No, it's me, mummy. <laughs> no, are you my mummy? I don't. That was such a creepy episode of Doctor Who. Sorry, folks. I to those of you listening to this, we are recording this way too late at night for this yeah. to be a cohesive narrative uh, for this podcast. It's it's gone so far off the rails because the cursed looks awesome. It does. Based on nothing uh, besides some cool ass looking fangs. Um, for some reason, this cover gives me um, sliver vibes. Not slither, but sliver. You remember that one we watched uh, for the Halloween of horror Robert gave it to us about the like people got the little spl- it was a splinter was it splinter not sliver where like the little spikes got on people and it like converted them into a weird monster and they were trapped in a gas station oh yeah that one was good yeah I can't I knew I'd get there eventually for you I, like, yeah. for some reason I'm getting vibes from that and I don't know whether it's just because I'm like is it gonna surprise me like that where I'm like oh I love this Mm-hmm. I also, if it gets that Puritan set, I would hope they meet the witch. I knew you were going to think that. Yes. Oh, I hate that movie. And she was like, would you like to live deliciously? And the werewolf's like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> and she's you like, oh, delicious. I taste like butter. <laughs> <laughs> I had too much butter. <laughs> I shouldn't have asked for butter. I should have asked for magical powers. <laughs> and the werewolf's like, I can't believe it's not butter. Yeah, I can't believe it's not butter. It's Puritan girl. <laughs> Why'd you have to riff on that? Mine was solid. You could have just let it lie. No. Okay. On that note, Kevin. Should we go watch a movie? Let's go watch a movie. And we're back having just watched The Cursed. 
Yeah, uh, we just finished 2021's The Cursed. Yes. The, the most accurately named movie because there were some people and they was cursed. They was cursed. <laughs> um. Okay, so I... What did you snack on during this movie? We had breakfast during this movie because we were... Yeah. I, was, I needed to leave to go... Uh, heading to Las Vegas, but we needed to watch this movie to record this episode. And uh, so we were like, well, let's have McDonald's breakfast. And we did. It was yes. delicious. I'm pretty sure I went and got it. You did specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin had a number two, which I don't know what that is, but I know that makes it sound order. like I had a poopy. <laughs> you know, you're like, Kevin had a boom boom. Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> and he was a big boy. Um, and I got him coffee instead of orange juice. Usually he enjoys orange juice, but I knew he was going to have to drive a lot. Yeah. Um, and I had sausage biscuits and a large iced vanilla coffee because I love sausage biscuits. I always have. My family wasn't like huge McDonald's people growing up. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I haven't really ever enjoyed McDonald's food other than what they serve for breakfast. Um, so, yeah, I did. I got us. I, I'm a huge McDonald's breakfast. fan. Uh, I helped even old McDonald buy a farm once. <laughs> I'm pretty sure with as much as you've shamefully spent on McDonald's in your lifetime, you have bought at least a chicken or two. <laughs> and then I promptly ate them. <laughs> um. But so speaking like, of uh, farming and cannibalism, let's talk about this movie. Okay, so The Cursed is set in like the late 1800s, right? Yep. Something like that. And um, it wasn't Puritan, like I was saying, um, but it's set in, in a settlement. So um, they... They didn't have electricity. Everything was candles. Um, and what's happening is these white settlers came in and had um, created kind of like a collective, like it's a bunch of uh, the equivalent of Lords of the Manors and they have like tenancies and stuff um, and small towns. But um, there is a between the what, like eight lords or whatever uh they they share a piece of land or a land that backs up to all of theirs that's actually being claimed by romani um they refer to them as gypsies uh but the romanians and uh you i think travelers is okay now but uh in the movie they actually call them gypsies um yeah, I, sorry, I, you're not going to get them to be progressive on this one. Um, they're they're British lords in the 1800s. Like they're not going to give the right words. No, no, no. I know that I, I, in the movie, but I can use the right stuff, right? True, you yeah. can. Sorry, I can tell I'm very much in a, a hotel because there's just somebody randomly walking through the fucking hallway <laughs> playing their speakers. Oh, I couldn't hear it. They're just so. like, hey, you know what? You paid money for this experience. Listen to my shitty taste in music. I thought it was going to be pretty obvious in the video, hence because of the backlit uh, he uh, headboard behind you. 
<laughs> no, I'm just trying this thing where I make it look like uh, we're just our marriage is on the rocks and you kicked me out, but we still have a schedule to keep for recording. <laughs> um, yeah, so th- it's this. I guess you're missing the framing device to this story. It starts World War One, and it oh, starts with this really right. horrific charge. Um, and, you know, right after a mustard gas attack and they charge and then it cuts immediately to a field hospital and they're digging. Uh, this captain comes in and they're digging bullets out of him mm-hmm. and he, they like take two out and the surgeon's like, hey, there's one more in here. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out a silver bullet and he's like, this isn't German. Yeah. <laughs> And then it, and like, it, it cuts the 1890s. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I did miss that part because it's, I mean, it, it was only in there for a few minutes and the yeah, main- but it was like, it was so incredibly effective, uh, like I, to jump into the review. So in- effective for being like, Oh, this is awful. This is, this is, this is, this is actual horror. Yeah. Now let's go back to like the imagined horror, you know? <laughs> Well, like imagined, but there aren't actually <laughs> werewolves, Bree. Uh, not like, in real life. To, like, soft soft <laughs> defend in, cryptids. I, what are you doing? <laughs> but in this movie, they were real. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just um, like from a movie standpoint, where you're like, oh, that's the actual horror of everyday existence is like war in an industrial scale, and then they're like. Here's your fucking ghost story. <laughs> How cute's that? You scared of ghosts now? <laughs> How about machine guns and mustard gas? Um, uh, so it, honestly, I didn't even really compare those two thoughts because I was just like, somebody finally gave me fucking werewolves. Yay. Well, they weren't really werewolves. <laughs> that was the <laughs> other part that I loved. They were more like uh, wolves meet naked mole rats as people. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely but, uh, a take on werewolfism. <laughs> it was. Uh, like, like it was werewolf that had like rabies and mange. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're we're back in the 1890s and um the these lords gather together and say, okay, well we we've offered these Romani money to get off this piece of land, even though they have a valid claim to it for over 80 years. And we've offered them this money, but they're refusing to leave. And then one guy suggests, well, we could take that money that we gathered and get some mercenaries to go and like scare them off. Well, they don't just scare them off. They fucking slaughter them. Yeah, they make the comment. It, it usually works. Usually. And I mean, you see the whole thing play out. There's a you where we as the audience are watching from a hillside as these mercenaries uh, slaughter all these Romani men, women and children. Um, and then they all take all the lords and the mercenaries. Not take- just the men. But the women and children, too. That's what I said. Sorry, Star Wars. Uh, the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Well. Attack of the Clones. I was, I was Anakin Skywalkering you here. Fine. So um, they actually end up taking a photograph with all the bodies that they've um, that they've killed. But yeah. there's two people left. Uh, there's the uh, older Romani woman that... 
her and I think her her older son, her eldest son, um, say we before this slaughter happens, they craft a set of teeth, the teeth we see on the um, on the cover, and she does curse them uh, and puts them like dentures in a in a jawbone. They find a skull and like a human skull. Um, and essentially it when they are killed, it triggers this curse um, to uh, how how would you explain it? it it's a werewolf curse. Yeah. I mean they they become cursed to just like seek out and kill and multiply through bites. Um, yeah, she makes a comment where of like um, it's this has protected us for years and then they find her and the captain of the mercenaries who it sounded like he was formerly Romani mm-hmm. and kind of turned his back on his people he makes a comment of like oh she tried to fucking bite me with these and like mm-hmm. he knows what was going to happen yeah um, or at least it, like strongly implied that he understands something's afoot there mm-hmm. and he uh, so they bury her alive as punishment um, and then the son, they're like, you, you need, we need to serve you up as a warning. We'll put a jacket on you because we don't want you to get cold. And so they put him, uh, they tie him to a stake or a cross. They cut off his arms and his legs, um, put a sack over his head and stuff the uh, parts of it was full of straw. So he's he, now their scarecrow. Yeah. Ugh. And they mm-hmm. bury the, the teeth with the woman. And before she dies, she says, like, don't worry, I'll, we'll come to you in your dreams. Like, this is going to happen. Yeah. Um, we'll get our revenge. And, like, nightmares start haunting the family. Um, finally, the young kids go out and dig up the fangs. The little, he's not a lord. He's just kind of their, like, he's an older friend of theirs that's one of the servant's kids. Mm-hmm. Finds Timmy. the fangs and puts them in his mouth. And attacks uh, Edward, one of the lordlings. Yep. And they rescue Edward, but like, man, every everything starts to get very cursed, uh, very mm-hmm. cursed esque. Yeah. Um, like they, they all like if you get bit, you basically uh, these vines start coming out of your body or these roots. Which was very interesting to me because I was like, wait a second, what? Because there's several times that you see um, subsequent people get bit and start turning. And Mm -hmm. there's always like tree vines coming out of them as they're as they're going into their new form. And that's very not lycanthropic. I mean, I haven't really ever seen that. It's just again, like that's a since it's a curse of the land. Oh, and so it, it's, uh, and then uh, you know the, the Ed or uh, the little uh, Charlotte servant guy that put the fangs in. I can't remember his name. Oh, Timmy. Timmy was that his name? Yeah, Timmy. Uh, he he like kind of nails it. He's like, yeah, this is we're paying for the sins of our fathers, mm-hmm. um, and like this is what we deserve. And he even like kind of points out that this silver is. Uh, this silver and you know you don't get the movie doesn't tell you whether it's right or not but like kind of strongly implies this is some of the silver that was used um, to bribe Judas Iscariot yep to betray Christ um, which would kind of fit thematically you know which didn't I in the intro mention Dracula 2000 
Yeah, yeah he ends up being Judas. Yeah, and he ha- and they do the drop of the silver. But yes, it they do imply that the silver that's used to make the teeth uh, is Judas Iscariot's silver that he yeah. was paid with. Um, and they they bring in a British naturalist, um, um, pathologist. Pathologist, yeah, yeah. Which he he actually has experience with these creatures. It makes it sound like his family was killed by something similar and he's been like kind of hunting it yeah and they actually referenced the beast of jevedon which um uh was in that one One of my favorite movies brotherhood of the wolf yes it's based on that yes you love that movie and it was one of the first movies that we watched together as a couple i know and uh the fact that you let me watch it all the way through it was like maybe she is special it's a really long movie isn't it no, it just the amount of times I made you watch it made it feel like a long movie. <laughs> the fact that I kept rewinding and be like, did you see how badass that was? You made it a long movie. Monica Belushi's in that, right? Naked. Yeah, that's one yeah, of the reasons why you like, you know, who else is in it? Um, uh, the guy that plays the um, the oh God, it's not the champion on top. Yeah, the yes. Iron Chef, like the the chairman's nephew yes. or something. Yes, the chairman's nephew. Yep. Yeah, he's in it too. <laughs> and that's why when I watch um, Iron Chef, I can never take it seriously because I'm like, hey, he was in the he was in that one wolf movie that Kevin and I watched. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he, it, it's a great movie. Um, if, if you're like, hey, these French, can they make a kung fu movie? Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> um, so this, uh, the the horror continues. And uh, I actually was very impressed with, uh, there was only like one CG spot uh, in the movie that just totally took me out of it. Um, so Boyd Holbrook plays John McBride. He's the pathologist. He's the guy that lost his wife and daughter in uh the Beast of Javadon's um, massacre. And he's trying to help these people. I don't, I don't think he did. I don't think it was implied that it was the Beast of Javadon massacre. That wouldn't timeline. I don't think would add up. OK, well, we can agree to disagree on that um, unless you're going to rewatch the movie and prove me wrong. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm actually <laughs> just going to Google it while you're, you're talking. <laughs> um, so he uh, he looked really familiar and I figured out why, because he played the um, fuck. I'm having such a hard time with names tonight. He played the uh, bad guy in the new series Sandman. Uh, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman. Uh, oh, gotcha. And I was like, oh, God, I recognized him from there. Um, and then the mom of Charlotte and Edward is actually um, one of the leads in Yellowstone, uh, which I don't watch that, but my parents do. Um, yeah. Beast, Beast of Jevedon, by the way, 1664 to six, or I'm sorry, 1764 to 1767. Okay. Yeah. So that definitely so like, off a couple hundred years or like 110 did, years. Did not line up, but he, something similar. He might be a Highlander. Uh, also France McBride, not a traditionally French name. Yeah. Well, anyways, his, his wife and daughter perished in something similar. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah, and he even implies at one time when he like points out what's causing this. And that like the Lord has to make it right. Or basically it kind of is like, you have to, you have to agree, suffer for what you did. Yeah. And the Lord's like, hey, I'm not going to do that. Like they were, they were, he's like, they were beneath me. 
Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, that's just it. That you, di- you didn't bring me here to solve this. You brought me here to put the beast back in the box. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, I love that line. That was a great line. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of actually pretty decent action. Um, I, d- mm-hmm. I don't know if I had any jump scares. Um, uh, there's truly like a disturbing body horror scene in this. Yeah, that's I was not expecting it. Um, so at one point he kills the first creature. Mm-hmm. And or no, I don't think it's the first creature. It was Edward's the first creature. It, it was but the, it was one it of was his daughter, one of the Lord's daughters, a niece. I think yeah. it was a niece. No, it was the was it the maid? It was I, the no, it was a servant girl. It was a yeah. farmer girl. Yeah. And anyways, they cut her. He shoots her and you're like, oh, they're looking at this thing that's dead. And you're like, he's like, yes, this isn't going to be pleasant. And he cuts her, cuts the creature open and Anise is inside there. But it it wasn't Anise. It was Anne-Marie. There we go. Yes. Yes, you're right. Anne-Marie. And he's like, hey, uh, just so you know, like she's not right because they're like, oh my god, she's alive. Are you saying there's a chance we can bring these people back? He's like, ah, you can bring them back, but they're not going to be right. Yeah, <laughs> Which I thought it was kind of funny because it was like uh, it just all I could think of was like the old guy from Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, sometimes they come back. Sometimes dead is better. <laughs> you don't want to go up that road. <laughs> why dead is, is better. Why does he sound Canadian? That's because I well he's. Vermont, Maine. Oh, I, don't I mean, know. they're pretty close to the border. But yeah, <laughs> so I just like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that kid, that kid's gonna be fucked up. And he's like, and he's like, he's like, shoot her. And the guy's like, I can't. I brought her into this world. And he's like, well, you, you should probably shoot her now. Yeah. <laughs> and she starts just uh, screaming at them. And it, you, I'm like, oh my god, the tension. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Because like all of a sudden, if you're watching, you see her screaming. Her her jaw gets more and more distended. Mm-hmm. She comes to start looking more and more animalistic, but the tendril or the like vine tentacles start kind of coming back and to like pull her back in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh God, is one of those going to launch out at him? It's like something going to happen. Finally, they shoot her. And I'm like, Fine, yeah, that's what you do. Like, yeah. come on, man. Yes. I think the first time I like, if I cut you out of a wolf and you're still alive, I'm like, dead is better. Uh, <laughs> dead is better. <laughs> I don't, um, you're not going to sit around the campfire and telling me this story about the time you were eaten by a wolf again, are you, Anne Marie? Because I don't, I don't need to hear it. So the interesting, I heard that three times this fucking weekend, Marie. I swear to God, I wish I had that gun still. I'd fucking, my dead me is better. <laughs> um. So they. It's interesting because I kind of felt like once they captured Anne Marie, that there wasn't a ton of, um. Uh, more hunting that was happening after that it kind of just died off even though like edward was still an issue and there were like two or three other people that had been bitten well i think uh for him he was like no we actually have to fix the root cause of this because like we didn't we weren't ahead of it we don't know how much it's spread right um and then like because yeah he finally gathers them all back up because he knows they're going to come. The curse doesn't end until the Lord is dead and his family's dead. Mm-hmm. Basically, anything that has a tie to that land is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how the curse ends. And uh, he's like, yeah, because uh, you guys didn't do the right thing or you didn't do the right thing. So right. I think he's just kind of like, yeah, it's, it, this, is a, this is a moot point. And his whole goal becomes then is like, make sure there's fewer civilians or fewer innocent people that can be killed. Right. So he has them all barricade. Yeah. Um, John has in a them. In church. 
Yes, I was getting there. Yeah. Uh, has them all barricaded in a church, which actually I thought that what they were implying was that um, the werewolves or the bitten could, the cursed could not um, be on holy ground. But we find out that's not true. <laughs> well, I love it because I think like the only because I was thinking that, too, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like the only person that says that, like, oh, yeah, I'm here on holy ground. I buried the teeth on holy ground was Timmy. And I was like, yeah, he might not actually be right. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's kind of like an interesting subversion mm-hmm. from a, from most horror movies where like the character somehow has some like knowledge of like, how how did this person get this insight into this condition? And the movie's he like, no, those are dumb fucking <laughs> rules. Like, yeah, of course, he, he's a stupid kid, barely educated in like 1890. You think right. he fucking read books on this? <laughs> no. <laughs> he has uh, no seasons of Teen Wolf to base this off of. Exactly. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's uh, more conflict that happens. And uh, finally, you mean John. a big ass church brawl. Yeah. So the. But before that, John asks Charlotte where the teeth are because John is having these dreams too because he's on the land. And uh, they actually fight. Charlotte's, uh, Timmy had hidden the teeth in the church. um, And so they melt down the teeth and create four, four, five. Six. Silver bullets, essentially. And uh, John's the only one that gets them. Like he's the only, he's the only one that. Yeah, why well, I would do that? Wouldn't you do that if you're like, hey, look, you want silver bullets? You should come up with a fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> did, yeah. did you come up with the idea to melt these down and make bullets? No. Then you get your own fucking bullets. So there's a couple things. There's a couple times in this movie that I looked at you and I was like, John's gonna fuck the wife. You know that, right, uh, Isabel? And. It never happened. I was so flabbergasted because they, she, ha- they put the unresolved and unresolved sexual tension. Absolutely. I was very surprised because there's there's a scene at the very beginning where Isabel is uh, like doing a horse bath where she's like cleaning all the essential areas and she's topless and her husband and twats. Yeah. And her husband walks in, uh, Seamus, who's this lord that's done all these shitty things. And he kind of just looks at her and then just walks away. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> it was a little gratuitous shit? to be like, come on, man. We, yeah. we needed titties in this movie. I mean, yeah. I, as a and titty so- aficionado, I don't mind. <laughs> But also, I'm like, make me work for him, movie. Make me work for him. But the thing is, it's like it it was to me, it it was trying to say that Seamus didn't have any affections to his wife and that that they weren't like a happy married couple. Um, And so there's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me the British. Famously romantic. Might have a relationship purely for the sake of continuing a political ambition. <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> um, so that's why I was. There's a couple scenes where John and Isabel are by themselves, and Isabel is just distraught. Like she's lost her son. Her husband's not doing what he needs to to find him. John's really the only one that's listening to her and trying to help her find her son and protecting her. And nothing, nothing happens. They don't even do like this subtle pinky touch, you know, of the 1890s. Like they're 
nothing. The, the subtle pinky touch of the 1890s was anal. <laughs> Kevin, <sighs> you need to watch Sense and Sensibility or Bridgerton or something. Because hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> um, but I was just, I was flabbergasted that I mean, honestly, that was more of a twist to me than the actual twist because <laughs> I was like, there was so much unresolved sexual tension. You're like, my, my horny werewolf movie isn't horny anymore. Yeah, I, I don't like it. <laughs> Where'd the horny go? Um, <laughs> where'd the horny go? <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's you've watched too much Teen Wolf and you're like, come on, one shirtless football scene. Come on. I don't even think there was anyone shirtless while she was. Um, But uh, it was I was I was very disappointed, disappointed that they didn't go that route. Yeah. And then we we they there's a church massacre because um, I don't know if you know this people in a panic when there's (laughs) werewolves around don't make good decisions that's true (laughs) and so uh finally john gets uh they kill all but one and it's edward Mm -hmm. and he is about ready to shoot him and isabel's like i'm sorry and she kind of dives in front of the bullet because she wants to save her son yeah bullet kills her but also hits edward and the bullet stays in Edward and that's what causes him to like revert back to normal. Yeah. So, um, I, I do want to point out that everybody's asleep in the church before this massacre happens. And Isabel hears Edward yelling for her, like mom can save me. Mom can help me. Mom. She goes and unbolts the, the iron doors and that's what allows the werewolf in and I looked over at you and I was like wait I thought he couldn't come on consecrated ground on holy ground yeah well we also didn't think they were like crows and could mimic human voices so right apparently there's a lot we don't know about werewolves I was was like oh you sneaky little shits so here is my question to you because we know that um, Anne Marie's body was like entombed in this monster do mm-hmm. we think that that the monster grows around them as opposed to them morphing into the monster? And so they like live inside the monster's gut? I, I don't think it, it's I think it's just meant to be a horror image, you know, kind of like the, the creature and the thing. Um, but it does seem to imply that it's like almost like a, a skin suit that they're wearing. Yeah. I, I, I do wonder if like uh, in creating this movie monster, it would be really cool to go back and listen if there's any director commentary or um, writer commentary. If like they took elements of other traditions around werewolves, because mm-hmm. um, like this one has kind of a uh, Eastern European vibe to it. But I'm like, well, but is that is that their like nod to Skinwalker, right? Native American lore, and they're just kind of blending these all together. Um, so I'm like, that'd be kind of interesting to see if they did that um, to make something that you hadn't quite seen. Like I said, I, I was very impressed with like the look of the creature because it mm-hmm. um, it doesn't seem sleek. It doesn't, you know, because like sometimes you watch these movies and they have the werewolf and you're like, that kind of looks badass. Yeah. Uh, and then this one, you're like, nope, nope. It's uh, 
it David, looks like it is just uh, like a shaved rat dog. Yeah, it's very Cronenbergy. Yeah, it, I mean, I think it, it does a very good job of showing you the horror that it must be mm-hmm. to be that thing. Um, so we find out, and we find out McBride. <clears throat> uh, what? Okay, don't give away the twist. He, he adopts him. That's not the twist. I know. He, you can say it now, as yeah. long as you're not giving away the twist. I don't, I don't know what twist you think there is. Well, if nobody, if somebody wasn't paying attention, they, they wouldn't know. I mean, it just. Kevin, just say what I you're going to say. Uh, I, now I'm terrified. I guess you'll just <laughs> cut it out if I'm right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like he, you, you find out that Edward was the captain at the start of the film. You know, I, I don't think I don't think anyone would have like, oh, no, shit, how'd that guy get a silver bullet in him? None of this connects. Uh, give our listeners a little more credit. I think our listeners are smart. Apparently, uh, Bree thinks our listeners can't track conversations. Anyways. And uh, a, a uh, one of the sisters, I think it's supposed to be Charlotte, right? Charlotte's the sister, yeah. Yeah, she gives an aging, like an old man McBride, Edward's bullet that was inside of him. But you, did you catch how many there were? There were only four, right? Yeah, there's supposed to be six. So at like some other point, he's used those silver bullets. That's what I was wondering, because I yeah. went, yes, I agree. I thought the, the bullet count was off. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, ooh, is that sequels? The super cursed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, John actually ends up adopting Edward and Charlotte post the massacre because both their parents were dead. Also, it ends their ability to have a claim on that land. Mm-hmm. So then there's no curse to keep going. Right, exactly. Which is great because yeah. they were just kids. Yeah, but like that's the whole point of that movie. It's really a, a movie about white privilege and it being called to account. Yeah, don't be assholes. Yeah, and also like check check your privilege. Yeah. So, Cabin. Wow, who knew this was a woke wolf? <laughs> uh, Cabin, what? Is this blood fair trade? It's a gluten free blood. I think blood is gluten free by nature, is it not? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Bri. I, I guess don't drink blood. I've never looked at the nutritional value of it. I, I don't think you. I mean, the werewolves just wanted to kill. It wasn't about eating. What if you bite an Italian? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that, blood, that blood's got to have at least a little bit of pasta. I mean, we'd have to ask Army Hammer. <laughs> Wow, taking shots at actual cannibals. Um, <laughs> We're Shia LaBeouf when you need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this movie, uh, one, I am I'm always a sucker for period piece horror movies. Actually, um, so uh, before we get into that, uh, the atmosphere in this movie was on point. I thought mm-hmm. they did a great job with it. Um, that being said, uh, I thought it was better than The Witch. Uh, I first off, uh, for the record, I hope we're going to subtitle this, uh, shut your whore's mouth. <laughs> the witch was perfect and I will broker no further comment on it or slander of it. <laughs> well, good thing I already said what I wanted. <laughs> Second, 
uh, this movie is good. I will recommend my recommendation for you folks. If you're going to watch this, don't watch this on a timeline. Like, don't watch this when you have a time frame because there's a point where you're like, hey, this is about 10 minutes too fucking long, John. All right, John, we get it. We get it. You're going to you're you're a great guy. You're a werewolf hunter. Um, So it's Speed one it hour. Up. It's one hour and 51 minutes. Yeah, it's definitely rated R. So be aware of that, too. But I yeah, don't try to do this on a timeline that you're trying to get out of the state to go drive cross country to Las Vegas. It's yeah. it's not as it's fun. A lot of the magic of the movie gets lost on you. A lot of the uh, like, oh my gosh, this is really good. No, I thought the scene setting, it just, it fits. Um, it felt a bit new in some ways, which mm -hmm. actually is kind of funny because a lot of werewolf movies are kind of set during that time period. Mm -hmm. But this one felt fresh in a way that I hadn't anticipated. And I would say, even though Kevin spoiled a bunch of stuff for you guys, uh, still go watch this because it's well worth it. Um, Suck butts. All right. The movie is <laughs> called The Cursed. If it didn't end with somebody being cursed, you'd be like, oh, that was a twist. Um, so I I highly recommend this movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to go out here on a limb. Cover nailed it. I I actually do really the only thing that I might suggest is um I would do maybe the like a transition have the top row of teeth or have the top row be teeth and then at the bottom line it with silver bullets instead of the bottom Ooh, that set. That could be interesting. But you I also like put the the scarecrow cross to be the T in the Yeah, definitely. Um but I do like the minimalistic version. I think it's uh, it definitely yeah. leans into. Um, sure. Do you think the the row of bullets at the bottom would be a little uh, like act more actiony, action movie? -y? No, because the actual bullets that we see are kind of they kind of look like um, incense cones. They don't really look like a normal nowadays bullets. Yeah, they're they're, they're a they're, muzzle loader like sabotaged bullet yeah they're really chunky for people that don't know what that means um so i i don't think it would detract from it um but i mean that's just my suggestion yeah i, I think that could be a cool cover Even, like if it makes it too actiony i guess like it, sorry you're getting a slower more like methodical but it still has action like it's still good yeah i wouldn't say that yeah, this I definitely think the cursed is has enough action in it. Um, yeah, it it has um, it has horror. It has some scary points. It has some good family drama. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this was definitely uh, we have had some knockout horror movies. This I think this goes up. The cursed goes up with um, the dark and the wicked. Uh, yes, except for the last few minutes of the dark and the wicked. Uh, see, I love the ending of The Dark and the Wicked because uh, it was just like, <laughs> oh, fuck you is what it was. Um, you know what I but, loved yeah. about the ending of The Dark and the Wicked? The ending of our podcast when I got to say, they honey. <laughs> you could say that at the end of any podcast, it turns out. I could, but we have a different phrase now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, like we've had some good we've had some good horror. This kind of falls in that 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 realm of. This is uh, atmospheric and suspenseful, but not up its own butt. Yeah. I you mean, know like how. This, this you know some how good social commentary that. type stuff in it about like the nature of power and how these people abused it and all that stuff, but doesn't feel like it's like 
hey, just in case you know, these are bad. This is bad. Yeah, it definitely didn't hit you over the head with it. Um, and I, I know this sounds weird, but I was surprised that they killed children. Hell yeah, kill them kids. Yeah, it was... <laughs> that is not what I meant, Kat. Yeah, isolate Don't. that clip. <laughs> Don't say those things. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Um, As but, the Queen of England once said, Fuck them kids. Can you? I don't know if you could say that, babe. <laughs> what, is she gonna come back and tell me I'm wrong? I'm not sure if she's gonna get released yeah. from where she is. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Lizzie B. Say something if I'm wrong. <laughs> As he gets struck down. Um. So, Cabin, we talked about the cover. Let's. Is there anything else you want to mention about this movie? Watch it. Watch it real good. Um. Okay. And, and give the and give people more money to make movies like this. It, that I will agree with. Also, I kind of really want a World War One monster movie. Now. Like, isn't that just Hellboy? No. One, that's World War Two. Two, that was like ten minutes of Hellboy. Um, but like, I want like, how cool would it be? Uh, like, World War One. And they're like being stalked by werewolves. While they're, I don't. There's so many movies that try to do that, and I always want them to turn out, but they never get made the way I want. Like Frankenstein's Army, so close. Um, I liked it. Uh, uh, Overlord, the J.J. Abrams Ooh. one, where I'm like, I liked it. I, but I'm like, I, I need to go back and rewatch it because I'm like, I don't yeah. remember it. Um, yeah. I remember liking it when I watched it and I was like, I can't wait to watch this again. And then I never have. We haven't yet. Um, there was one that was like Irish special forces. I think it was called dog soldiers where they're on like a military training exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's certain, like, I don't know. I think werewolves are the uh, unloved movie monster and we need more. We, they need to get more, more love. They're not sexy like vampires. Okay. But hear me out. Going with your idea, we're in the trenches, you know, what if the the ally uh, allies and the Axis powers are going head to head and somehow they have one side has vampires can control vampires and one side can control werewolves and then they just like have them battle for them. And then one side would be like, how about we make Frankenstein's monsters? Yeah, I sure. I'm just yeah. throwing. You want World War uh, World War Underworld? Yes. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin. Oh, that would just be Underworld War. That sounds weird. <laughs> Underworld War sounds. It sounds too Ooh. close to underwear. <laughs> yeah. Underwear World uh, would be my erotic spoof of that movie. Your porn parody. Yeah. This is not Underworld, Underwear World, XXX. Um, okay, so... The werewolves ca- only do it doggy style. Do you have anything else you want to add to that? Uh, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> that was funny. Um, okay, Kevin, where can we find you on social media? 
You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Kevin underscore egg, as well as KevinEggleston.com. Bree, where can we find you? Where can we see you? You can also find Kevin on Patreon.com. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. Kevin Eggleston on Patreon. <laughs> Give me that good month, monthly donation so we can keep making weird shit for you. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Tumblr at By Its Cover Pod. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube by Its Cover Podcast. And we would appreciate if you took the time to go and review us on whatever streaming service that you're listening. Um, it helps get our podcast out there to more people. Feel yep. free to Reviews share. always help. Yep. Um, and thank you so much for listening. On that note, we're going to leave you with comedy is the new sex. Comedy is the new sex because they honey. They honey. They honey.